Hi, I'm Haley Snyder. The Lower East Side of Manhattan used to be a hub of Jewish culture, from Streit's Matzah to the Katz Deli. But now, most of those landmarks are gone. The museum on Eldridge Street is one of the last pieces of Jewish history left behind. The museum is inside an old synagogue, which not only has regular church services, but also serves as a stage to many performers. Hi, my name's Amanda Siegel, or Miriam Chaya Siegel in Yiddish. Amanda is a Yiddish singer, although she wasn't raised speaking the language. I ended up going to Hampshire College in Amherst, Massachusetts, which you might have heard of it. It's a very open curriculum. I took a Yiddish class there, and I was like, wow, this is really, this is really neat, because I'd heard some Yiddish words growing up. I had even heard words that I didn't know were not English, and then I realized, oh, whoops, these are actually Yiddish words. And I had no idea that it was an entire language, an entire culture. So I was just like, wow, and then I was like, hey, this class is really fun. I really like the language, and it's interesting, and it's kind of familiar yet exotic at the same time. So I just, I just enjoyed it, and so I decided to keep studying. She got into klezmer, a type of music that's traditional amongst Eastern European Jews. However, much of her background in the arts comes from her experiences in theater. I got recruited into the Folksbina, the National Yiddish Theater, and they wanted to create this sort of youth troupe of young people that had learned Yiddish as adults and that wanted to bring that to the stage and to music. And then the head of the what we call the troupe, the troupe, uh, Motel Didner, he came to me with this play that he wrote in English, and he asked me to translate the play into Yiddish and write songs for it. So about half of the songs that I recorded come from that play. That's kind of how some of them got written, and other one, others of them were just, I don't know, situations or things that I felt strongly about. I don't know, I just kind of wanted to create something different, something new, and maybe write about topics that don't get addressed in traditional songs or maybe kind of make fun of them a little bit or create my own versions of them. I, I mean, I love traditional music and I love sitting around and singing folk songs with people, but they're not modern, um, they're sexist, they're not inclusive, they're not politically correct. A lot of the songs are really depressing. I mean, honestly, if you listen to them, it's like, oh, like, you've left me, my life is over, like, I have to work so hard, or, you know, oh, the Jews are so oppressed. Like, I mean, that's what life was really like back then. But there was this sort of introspectivist movement called Inzich in the 1920s or so, where poets started to say, you know, I'm just going to write about myself, and I'm going to write about my feelings, and it was kind of more, like, avant-garde and more experimental. So I definitely had that in mind when writing about... New York, and also there's another song on the CD called Die Behaltene Liebe, Hidden Love, which is about being gay, and it's basically taking a topic that hasn't been explored in Yiddish music and trying to make it like interesting artistically, but also personal and relevant and something that people can enjoy. <laughs> There's a lot of homophobia, not even homophobia, but the, like, the lack of existence of anybody that's gay, that's visibly gay in so much of the Yiddish cultural world, like historically. You don't have to um, make a huge deal of it, but you can't just act like everybody's straight. I mean, that just doesn't work. <laughs> She spoke to us about performing in the museum on Eldridge Street. I performed here, I think, about 
four or five times, if I remember correctly. There's just something about the sanctuary that just makes people listen, and it just creates a community. You have these little benches, and it's, it's really cozy, and the staff here is really terrific. They're just very, very professional and very warm, and I've always had good experiences here. But also, I mean, one big thing that's changed is that women couldn't sing in the, um, I guess, in the building. So when I first read my work here, back like to maybe 10 years ago, I was asked, well, do you want to have a man sing your song for you? And I was like, well, no, actually not, because that's my song that I wrote and I sing it. And I just felt like that's really weird. Why should somebody else get to sing it and me not get to sing it when it's my own work? There's a lot of sexism, but that's because this, from what I understand, the building is still controlled by an Orthodox congregation because that's how it was traditionally founded. Because in traditional Orthodox Judaism, there's this prohibition against women speaking or singing publicly. So, and I understand that and I respect that, but I think at the same time, if you're creating a museum that's open to the public and you want it to be open and accessible, you have to have policies that reflect that. They basically decided to um, defy that policy, so I'm really glad that they changed it, because otherwise I would have never had my concert here <laughs> and never seen some other great concerts with female singers. Um, in the space. There's still a lot of sexism and there's still a lot of, you know, oh, this is too exotic for us or, you know, we're just too traditional. But in reality, like, it's very cosmopolitan. I mean, I, I try not to be, like, too didactic about it, but just by doing what I do and just trying to be positive and be a good, I don't know, a good influencer or a good role model and to show that women can be, you know, entrepreneurs and um, leaders in different ways and creators of artistic work and administrators. Um, I think that's important to show that and give women credit for their work. From WNSR, I'm Haley Snyder.